First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. And we're rolling. What's up, cowboy? Yeah, Jam Band Dave, jamming out. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little jam, a little podcast jam. You listening to the? I think my my favorite jam band name that I made up personally was called no- huh? Noodly Lou and the Turd Herders. Was the name? <laughs> that That's fucking good. For some, I just just Noodly Lou <laughs> corralling dirty hippies <laughs> like the. Was it St. Patrick playing the flute, leading the snakes out of Ireland? And it's just Noodley Lou herds the turds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm still into it, man. I've been uh, big Almond Brothers kick this week. Yeah, just, uh, nothing but Almond. Oh man, I I've always liked them, uh, but I've never really gone deep. Yeah, but man, just like Southern blues jam band. Sign me up. What Those was guys are rad. what was there? Because I will forever get them confused with Skinner. What is there? What oh, yeah? was the big bangers from Almond Brothers? Was it Sarah? Uh, yeah, Sweet Melissa, Ramblin' Man. Um, okay. Now that you put me, now that you put me on the spot, I can't think of any of their hits. But that's the thing. I, I was always aware of they had four or five big radio hits, and I knew all mm. those, but I didn't really dig deeper into their albums. But uh, Man, some of the some of this stuff's just killer. That's why I did. Did you I, know? Uh, I'd see them on festivals and be like, "Man, they're like." I, that's what I thought. They only had like two or three hits, and like they're playing all these festivals. Like I didn't realize mm-hmm. they were jam banding. Yeah, uh, I mean, everybody, most people know about Dwayne Allman dying in a motorcycle motorcycle wreck when he was like twenty four. Yeah, but uh, what's weird about that is about a year later, and about. A thousand yards from where he died, their bass player Barry Oakley died in a motorcycle wreck, like literally a block over. I and almost and almost a year to the day later. Well, did they live near each other? <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. Uh, well, I'm like, well, it's just it's not crazy if they were neighbors. 
Yeah, if it's in there where they lived, yeah. I guess it would be weirder if it was, you know, close by, you know, in another country. Yeah. It just happened to be visiting. You know, okay. but yeah, but still. Okay. But, but the, the fact that it was the same method, both of a motorcycle, uh, about a quarter mile away. I thought so, there was yeah. something like that with, like, the Skinnered plane crash, too. Like, it was real near some other... Oh, really? Site. Hmm. I, I was. I got this uh, audio book I've been listening to, and it's about the Laurel Canyon, like how really kind of the hippie counterculture thing uh-huh. started in Laurel Canyon. The people always associate yeah. with San Francisco. But it's this guy, he's trying to go into like the, the weird coincidences of Laurel Canyon. It's really just like, well, and then this guy died of a heroin overdose. And then this guy over here died of murder. It's like, yeah, it was a bunch of drug addicts, unchecked psychos. <laughs> of course, yeah. of course, this stuff, like, it's not as shocking. It's not as coincidental as people make it seem, which, yeah. to go into, like, if we're going to talk about conspiracy theories and everything, like, it's not, it was, it was really bending over backwards to make some of these things link together. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, all these people lived in one place. Well, then say that about every hipster band in L.A. from the mid-aughts and, and Silver Lake. Tie that together. Mm-hmm. Elliot Smith died in Silver Lake. So-and-so died. Like, because that's where the artists live, and they did mm-hmm. drugs and partied and got into nefarious shit. The connection that's weird there is about how so many of them were uh, the children of, like, high-up military officials. Oh, really? But I also think like, all right, yeah, you got these kids that are in 1969 or maybe 20 years old, so or in their 20s to 30s. So it's like, well, yeah, a lot of people came back from World War II and had kids. Mm-hmm. So that's not that weird of a thing that some yeah. of like that some of those kids would wind up. I don't know. I thought I was a stretch, but they brought up the <laughs> Allman Brothers crashing thing, like close to each other and then but it was like in the almonds who at one point lived in la and like that was just him tying it into laurel canyon i was like all right dude yeah the skinner thing only thing i know there is that plane uh they just bought that plane from aerosmith right when it crashed i mean like <clears throat> literally a week or two before wow and i think aerosmith got rid of it because it was a clunker you're like yeah I mean, of course i don't know if i'd sell the plane yeah i don't know that seems weird like, yeah, this thing's a piece of shit. You want to buy it? Well, you get you get a used car inspected. You're not going to yeah. do that with an aircraft? Also, what, yeah, that's true. what do you think would have been worse? The things playing out as they were or if Aerosmith crashed? And no love in, <laughs> no love in an elevator. Yeah. People, people give Aerosmith shit. And I'm not a fan of their later work. But, man, early on, some of that stuff... Oh, uh, was it Rocks, that album? And, oh, early Aerosmith, uh, yeah, Toys in the Attic, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Toys in the Attic, their their live album. That's some good shit on there, man. But yeah, when they got that in the 90s and beyond, start doing too many ballads and shit. Ugh. But yeah, yeah, early Aerosmith I'm down with. Make that money, dog. Yeah. What you been uh, up to, dude? Fucking sleeping. <laughs> doing nothing, being... Being a bum, man, I tried to get rad last week. Yeah. It, it, was, it was too muddy for to be rad. I went all the way out there, geared up. It was Wednesday. It was the day that uh, all the stuff we're going to talk about happened. 
Mm-hmm. But it was weird. Like, I, got, I tried to go out, go all the way out there, get all muddy, just mucking around, made one loop through all this muck, and then get home and look at the news. I'm like, oh, boy, what's all this? And is so, it um, is it fun to get out there? Like, is there a certain level of, of muddiness that you prefer, or, or do you prefer it being just bone dry? Or prefer, What's the best uh, conditions for you? For, to get red. They call it lo- loamy is a, the term they use where it's kind of like, it's like that in-between area where like the, the dirt is, uh, you know, it's like moist, but not like it's just moist because it's like wintertime, but not because it's been raining day after day uh-huh. on top of it. Yeah. It's almost like you could like you could take it and pack it into a ball, like almost like a snowball type thing, that kind of like wet wet dirt, but not mud. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, okay. uh, yeah, and it's just, it hasn't been that. And I mean, I tried, I did a little, little road ride, noodled around, bought my rain gear, just went out and did that. And so I tried to do that, but it's, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with it a little still. Yeah. But, uh. Is the weather getting any better up there? No. No. <laughs> no, it's the same. <laughs> It's, uh, I was up this morning. I didn't realize, like, I was, I was having a rough time sleeping. I was like, ah, I'll just take a little walk around the house, get a look outside. It was still dark out, and it was like 10 to 7. I was like, God damn, man. But whatever, enough about my hemming and hawing. That's early, man. What'd you, what'd you get up that early for? I wasn't, I wasn't sleeping. Uh-huh. When I got into the booze and the Taco Bell last night, and that came back. That came back to haunt me around four thirty. Do you uh, you take any sleep aids or anything? Um, now I was. If I'm not drinking too too much, I'll smoke some weed before bed. Uh-huh. I was doing melatonin, but that that messes with me the whole next day. Makes really? me real kind of yeah checked out. Why do you do anything, or you have no problem? So no, man, I've been I. Uh, I'm wondering if I'm becoming dependent, but uh, I just I, I bought a pack of um, like the NyQuil tablets, yeah. And it's just so tempting to just pop a couple of those at night. The sleep man, ones or the they, for the being sick yeah, ones? The the sleep ones, yeah. The purple, the the Z. Oh, okay, just for sleeping though, not for being sick. Yeah, just for sleeping. And uh, man, those knock me out. And man. I, I some, sometimes when I do that stuff, like if I take the regular NyQuil or whatever. Like you said, I'll be kind of hung over the next day from it. Yeah. But um, man, these these purple Nyquil Zs, man, they they knock me out, and I feel fine the next day. So I you wonder still, if there's any long term uh, damage you could do from that because it's it's so tempting to just oh, okay, I'm just going to take these every night. I've probably take them in the middle of the day if I'm bored. Just trying to find that's yeah. what, that was the thing we did. Like my buddy was prescribed Ambien, and that was the big challenge was to take an Ambien and try and stay awake. Things got yeah. Re- things got real weird. I've heard that's good stuff. I've never never had any. But uh, well, fighting it is the where the, all the magic happens. <laughs> my really? one my one buddy, yeah, we just let him run down the street, acting like like he was just going full Don Quixote with uh, everybody's mailboxes. Thought he was fighting oh, no. f- slaying dragons. <laughs> I did it. Jeez. My one buddy's like, yeah, man, you slow danced with me for like a few songs. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you wanted to slow dance. So I slow danced with you. And I hope oh, that's man. as far as it went. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, I have a confession to make. What you got, Dave? 
I'm not proud of this. Killed a couple guys. I know that, I don't know, through this podcast and through other channels, uh, either from my own doing or from other people, a legend has begun to form around my barbecue skills. <laughs> and I, uh, I am proud. I am proud of, of what I'm capable to do, uh, capable of doing in the kitchen and out by the smoker. And uh, there's a certain, you know, there's a certain bit of gravitas that comes along with that. And I'm yeah. probably guilty of swinging my dick around a little too much well, when it well, comes to cooking and well, smoking. Hubris, yeah. Yeah. And uh, <sighs> this week <laughs> made a nice meal. Well, I attempted to make a nice meal because. Did you uh, burn Katie down your apartment? No. <laughs> You're not <Hold> on. on. <laughs> knock, knock on wood. Uh, <laughs> Had a big, uh, we had a big homecoming for Katie. You know, she was gone for eight days, yeah. and uh, she she came home last week. It's like I'm gonna cook a big meal, and uh, for uh, for Christmas, I th- I told you I made that uh, broccoli casserole. Yeah. So I made that again, and that was oh, dude, I- I'll probably give that recipe at the end of the episode. This broccoli casserole, knock your dick in the dirt. It's okay. insane. It's so good. But that was the side dish and the main dish. I had me a nice huge rack. Of pork spare ribs, okay. and I burnt the shit out of them. Inedible, <laughs> couldn't even eat them. Really, fucked them up bad. Yeah, I know. But the thing, I learned from my mistakes. I know what went wrong, but I just, just, I wasn't focused. I, I had, I was too worried about the broccoli casseroles. Like, oh, I've cooked, and I've, I've made these ribs thirty times. You know, this is old hat. I know how to make these ribs. But one crucial little error turned into just a a big, gnarly, charred rack of fucking beef jerky. It, it was, <laughs> ugh, I just ruined them. What? Just ruined them. Burned them to a crisp. Well, aren't you like watching them? Aren't you kind of... Well, that's for, the thing Forgive my tr- ignorant this- statements, Dave, but isn't it like <laughs> a thing that you check on? Or is it like with a smoker you can't open it because it fucks up the temperature and everything? Well, I, I check on them about once an hour. Once an hour, I'll go out there and peek on them and, uh, and, and spritz them with my apple cider vinegar, keep them moist. And uh, that last hour, I went, uh, oh, boy. The problem is uh, I'm supposed to cook them. I cook them about four and a half hours. I do uh, two and a half hours at about 275, get them going. Then I pull them off and I wrap them. And when I wrap them, I put a little brown sugar, a little honey in there and uh, wrap them up with foil and then throw them back on for another two hours. The problem is I forgot when you, uh, when you pull them off and wrap them, then you got to drop the temperature down to 225. I forgot to do that. I left them at 275. So they would have probably burnt uh, regardless, but especially since I put uh, brown sugar and honey uh, on them right before I wrapped them, uh, that caramelization really just, too much heat with that just burns that sugar and uh oh boy they i mean it looked like they looked like they got pulled out of a house fire like they were unrecognizable how did, how did so, you how did you respond to this was it, oh like you got it like you had to recognize them by the dental records kind of thing <laughs> yeah it, and i told katie that's like look full disclosure I fucked up the ribs. Was it anger? Did you swear? Were you loud? Was it like, did you internalize your disappointment? Did you just kind of sit there quiet for a minute? It was, I think it was just more disappointment in myself, you know? You weren't teaching the neighbor kids new words. No. (laughs) 
Yeah, just uh, I got <laughs> cocky. I, I just forgot that crucial step. I forgot to drop the temperature. And, uh, oh, boy, just it was a mess. It was a mess. So, you know, even Mickey Mantle strikes out sometimes. How'd you supplement the meal? You ordered pizza or something? No, no, we just ate a bunch of casserole, and I peeled the bark off of the ribs. And and Katie's such a a good sport. She's like, no, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, her her, her voice goes up, no, it's good. It's okay. Um. There was some edible meat, like, underneath, if you could get past that half-inch layer of charred bark. But, uh, yeah, I just we just ate ate what we could of the ribs, and then uh, mm-hmm. really the uh, the casserole was just the star of the show. So well, That was honorable. I thought, yeah. I thought you were going to be know, like, I don't deserve a meal now. Like, you just went without. Part of, you know, part of being a respectable adult is admitting your mistakes, admitting when you were wrong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, was I wrong. So, you know, uh, I know I got a lot of folks out there that look up to me in the barbecue world. But. <laughs> and I just I just don't want to disappoint anybody. But, you know, shit happens. Mistakes I li- happen. I like seeing people I respect make mistakes and admit it. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I don't mind making a mistake. It's, it's a little better in that I, I figured out my mistake. I yeah. know what I did wrong, and I will correct it next time. That will not happen again. So, it's those mistakes you make where you're like, I don't know what happened, and you don't really learn from them. Dude, but, uh, I learned, and I, you know, I live to smoke another day. So. I don't. If I mean, everybody, I'm sure is in situations to have a lot of free time to dwell on things with COVID. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe people are working normal, everything. But for, for myself, like, I can just sit here and spin out about things. And I bought a new uh, face mask, and uh-huh. I saw it in the laundry two days uh-huh. ago, and it disappeared. And because, I don't, know, I don't think it's like full-fledged OCD that I have, but then sometimes I'll just get locked onto something. And I have no distractions. I've been going apeshit, because it reminded me, like, oh, well, and, you know, you know what you did wrong. I don't know where I put this thing. It's not like I did it wrong, but to lose something in your house that you're not leaving. Ooh. So you know yeah. it's in here. And I was elbow deep in wet trash looking for it today. I wouldn't even uh, want it back at that point. I just want to know where uh, it is. It's like, <laughs> it's like just just tell me where you've buried my daughter. I know she's dead. <laughs> I just need some closure. I just need some closure. <laughs> oh man! Like when the when there's a serial killer that's like going in prison for life, anyways. Like ah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I killed them all. That was me. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. Here's the closure. Now I get uh, now I get applesauce on Tuesdays and Thursdays because I said that. <laughs> so win win for everybody. Oh my god, that's the worst. I I typically I'm I'm pretty organized. I keep up my stuff and I don't lose stuff. But man, about once every five years. I'll lose my keys or my wallet or something. I remember it happened, I don't know, about 10 years ago. I lost my uh, my keys. And I I spent the entire day just, like, emptying my apartment like I was moving. Like, I just <laughs> moved everything out in the yard. Just, I mean, yeah, when you know it's here, that's the worst. It's not like, let me retrace my steps or I left it somewhere, left it at work. When you know it's in the building, 
and you still can't find well, it. Well, and keys, oh, you, that's so keys you need. Yeah. This is not something that I need. I'll just, like, if I lose one sock, I told you that story. I pulled the dryer apart in our old apartment because mm-hmm. I lost one sock, and I'm like, I know it's in I knew it was in, like, past where the drum is, and I pulled the panel uh-huh. off of the front of the dryer. And then I found the sock that was missing, but then I found an entirely different sock that belonged to nobody. Now there's now I'm back to square one mm-hmm. with an individual sock with no owner, yeah, with no partner. And I'm like, well, this is just a curse. I, you know, curse that keeps cursing. Found out my sister's sock. She had done laundry. She's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't find it, so I just threw the other sock out right away. I'm like, how could? No, you don't do that. I got my hang-ups, oh, she man. Threw. Yeah, she just chucked it. She threw it out. She's like, oh, I guess I lost the one sock, so I'm just going to chuck this out. Huh. I'm like, I, I there's some uh There's some parable like that. I think it was on an episode of Fargo about a guy's running to catch a train, and then when he got on the train, he realized he dropped one of his gloves, and he didn't have time to get off the train and go mm-hmm. get it. So instead of just keeping the glove he had and riding on, he dro- he purposely dropped the second glove out out the window. So whoever found that first one might find the second one, and they'd have a pair, you know. Because without that, they're only going to find the one glove, and that does nobody any good. That's true. So. I guess that makes sense. One of a pair in the world is useless twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Although I don't know. Oh man, I that's but but thank God, thank God, me uh, losing a face mask was the only bad thing that happened in the past week since we talked last. Oh my! I'm just so nice that that was the only thing bad that happened in the world. Is that I lost the the more I think about this, the more it pisses me off. (laughs) Like how you're like, I want to record early. I got, I'm still full of piss and vinegar about this one. I'm like, all right, man, let's get on it. I don't want to lose this fire. Oh, uh, <laughs> where to begin, Kyle? Where? Okay, I got a few questions, okay? 
Patriots. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Patriots. Well, what are you mad at? What, what these fucking idiots that we saw that everybody has seen countless times now on the news that happened Wednesday. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they mad at? Well, uh, well, did the election? Did someone su- did someone <laughs> suppress their vote? Are is someone is the government prohibiting you from marrying the person you love? Is the government trying to dictate your reproductive rights? Or maybe oh I got it maybe the police shot and killed your girlfriend while she was sleeping, or maybe they killed your son because he was selling cigarettes. No, no none of that happened. Oh oh the biggest retard in the history of American politics lost an election. Got it. So let's go fucking destroy the Capitol building and kill a couple police officers. Well, Dave, he didn't. He didn't lose. All right, it was stolen. Where's the evidence? It was. Where's stolen. the evidence? You. F- but you have, I, look, you we're to, all you glad you love the alliteration. Listen, steal, you have to trust stop the, the steal. <laughs> oh, where's the fucking evidence? <laughs> These fucking entitled fucking idiots. Stop the steal. Show me the evidence, you fucking morons. I had one. Oh, and, then, one. and then, of course, the... <laughs> go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. I'll calm down. No, no, no. I want to stop your, stop your rage. <sighs> you want to get on the treadmill real quick? I mean... Oh, maybe we shouldn't compound oh, well. the blood pressure. Well, it's okay when Black Lives Matter protests. Here's the difference, asshole, to quote our pal Shane Torres. <laughs> the things that Black Lives Matter were protesting against really happened. <laughs> that shit really happened, you fucking idiots. Stop the steal. All right, it's alliteration. <clears throat> it's got to be true. Got a lot Fuck, of... Uh, I've never been more embarrassed to be a fucking American. A what a bunch of, of fucking coward idiots. A lot of not smart people. Believing in God. God. Well, I had one guy just message me on on, on Instagram. It's the only thing I, I use anymore, and just like go off like two of the guys in the in the Capitol. You could see our Antifa. And I'm like, if I yeah, can sure. get later, I just blocked. I'm, no engagement, just immediately blocked. Like, I like that argument. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. we we went out and the Antifa. We all got we all. Got full Duck Dynasty cosplay together. Bought a bunch uh-huh, of Trump yeah. merch, and then yeah. just to undermine you guys, stormed a building to protest an election that we're glad went the way we wanted it to. That's what we did as Antifa, exactly. as as hired yeah. actors. Uh, guess, Perfectly on brand for those idiots too. Not only is your behavior deplorable. But also, you want to fucking blame it on someone else, huh? Wonder where they got that from. Well, it's wonder, wonder, wonder who they learned that from. But do you see the dangers of being into conspiracy theories? Where it's this—I mm-hmm. forget the um, the type of belief system that they call it. But it's, it's the idea of like throwing good money after bad. Like you've already invested so much in believing something's true that now, or it's a uh, uh, shit, man. I would, I, I, God damn it! I did this last week too. Where I forgot something. Not, uh, not cognitive uh, dissonance, but uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Just, just con- confirmation bias, mm-hmm. or what? It, so you're only going to believe conspiracy theories that double down on the things you already believe. So mm-hmm. that's why. Well, the election was stolen. There's no proof. No, we believe it. And then we went in there. Well, we couldn't be a part of a mob that would do this it was antifa started it like you're gonna believe every conspiracy theory because you can't possibly go back and admit that maybe you were wrong from all this which yeah. is why people have to be deprogrammed people don't go quit cults they get deprogrammed 
They have to go through like a psychological unraveling of their belief systems. And that's where these people are. That lady that got, I mean, I love that that people pointed out like, oh, we're just going to hide. We're only going to say that this woman was an Air Force veteran, but George Floyd, we're going to go over his criminal record. No, let's call it the criminal record. Yeah. Of all these people. Like, there's all this lady that had, like, restraining orders and stuff against her and believed in all this stuff and then got shot wearing a Trump flag as a cape and people yelling medic and everybody commenting, like, there's no medic. Did you think this was a fucking video game? Yeah. The reason you heard it yelled at Black Lives Matter protests is because they had medics. They had people attending those specifically to tend to people with medical emergency. They had, like more or less like emergency response teams because those were organized protests. These people were just yelling things that they've heard before that didn't exist. Cause they like, it was pointed out. I'm not the only one to know it's, it's they're cosplaying. And then a woman got shot in front of them. And then you saw them go like, Oh wait, this is real. And this, I guarantee you the same people that were there at the Capitol acting like a bunch of fucking animals Guarantee you the majority of those people were sitting at home earlier this earlier in 2020 when all the uh, all the protests and whatnot were going on. Just oh, look at all these people destroying their own neighborhoods. Oh, they should have complied with police again. The Black Lives Matter that there's a cause, there's evidence, there's there's a fucking history behind that shit. Mm-hmm. All right, people died unjustly by the hands of the police. Fill in the blank the number of grievances. But 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 your guy, your fucking idiot disgrace loser of a candidate, lost legitimately, and boo-hoo, we're no, no, we're gonna go storm the Capitol. Like, what a sense of entitlement. Yeah. A, entitle- uh, it just it makes me want to fucking vomit. It makes me want to throw up. Well, like they're, they're it just uh, they're fucking stupid. Yeah. Just and, and just that level of I grew up around that shit. Just, and I know not everybody that was at the Capitol is from the South, but I just grew up with that level of just Southern machismo meets willful ignorance. That is a dangerous combination. I'm dumb as shit, but mm. fuck you. Like, ugh. Yeah. The, ugh, the, I'm the, tough. I'm tough. I got on camo. The rolling Fuck coal. you, queer. The rolling ugh. coal generation. Jesus Christ. Go fucking step in front of a goddamn bus, all of you. Fuck off. Well, what a fucking shit stain on our country. But now that, Ugh. how do you dismantle it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, oh, and you, here's the other thing. Like, sh- there's no fucking telling. Like the the it's the gauntlet's been thrown down. There's no telling what's going to happen moving forward. You know, on the twentieth. Now I'm hearing shit about. The, I don't know what the seventh. What's the significance of the seventeenth? But I'm hearing shit's gonna pop off on the seventeenth. Like, what the fuck, man? I because just, again, uh, because of why? Because because the police killed your son in a chokehold. Because the police killed your girlfriend with a no knock warrant. Is that? Oh, oh no, no. Oh, just because because you learned some alliteration. Let me stop let, the steal. Let me remind you, Dave. You did promise everyone a broccoli cheese casserole recipe at the end of this. So let's. <sighs> I, want, I want you to. What a fucking embarrassment! <laughs> yeah, I thought. Okay, it here's was, the other thing. Ridiculous, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Okay, a police officer died. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, there's that video. There's there's video and, and a, a still photo of a police officer on the steps laying face down. I don't think that's the one who actually died. Um, but anyway, confirmation. Some some poor cop got his head bashed in with a fucking fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. What would they have done? There there's at least two pictures at the very minimum. Two different idiots with uh, those zip tie flex cuffs. Right. Yeah. What What was the plan there? Uh, what if what, they would have? What if if that guy would have found Nancy Pelosi hiding under her desk? No, there somebody found been, AOC hiding under a desk. What would have happened there? There would have been. Uh, it would have been even worse if that were the case. Because this were they legitimately ter- going to take hostages? Terrorism. This was yeah. terrorism. And now all I think. I mean, not a political scholar by any means, but once. Once the the ones in Michigan like stormed the Capitol building with their ARs and nobody did anything about it, that set a precedent of like, oh, we can do this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look at us. We are the armed public taking back uh, our country from a tyrannical government. And they weren't. They're just, you know, hillbillies. But it showed people like, look, they backed down. Look at that. They didn't do anything. Uh-huh. And then they, and because I think I will subscribe to that idea that maybe some of the law enforcement let people in to the yeah. Capitol. Yeah. That they were. Yeah, there's definitely uh, theories about that going around. Uh, there's definitely uh, evidence that in that crowd of rioters were off duty cops, not not off duty undercover, but. Oh, no, just you know, participants. On their, just participants. Yeah, participants. And everybody's on being their own named. Time. And every mm-hmm. all the information that was sent to Parler, which is like the right wing social media site, is all being downloaded. Like they're all, everybody took a video is that's being downloaded and analyzed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, angry dumb people. It's a dangerous so group. Mm. I don't know if I. I mean, I know. Okay, so they banned. You know, it's that mix of like, all right, well, you believe in free speech and Twitter's a private company and they're banning they're banning uh, the president and all these neo-Nazis. And I'm like, yeah, I think that is good. But then I'm like, well, the idea of banning any kind of speech is always a weird issue because of, it wasn't hate speech, but it was like, oh, inciting a riot or what have you, or inciting violence because of how the language was used coming from one person, where if that language is if it's the same language coming from another person, you could argue that the intent was different. That's a cloudier topic mm-hmm. that I don't have a hard answer for. Somebody put it ter- perfectly on Twitter. They were they said... Uh, let me let me put it in a way that you idiots can understand. Pretend mm-hmm. uh, let's let's pretend that Trump is the uh, mom and pop bakery, or Twitter Twitter is the bakery and Trump is the uh, wedding cake for a yeah. gay couple. Because <laughs> it's a private company. And then again, yeah. if you really want to point a finger, point it at capitalism. This is what happens when you let companies get this large that they can mm-hmm. dictate public policy. <laughs> you know that's. <laughs> It's a private company. It's huge. And that's, I, I think that has something to do with uh, regulation, maybe. Well, and How, the fact that 
How do you regulate Ugh. the influence of these social media companies? Like, I mean, yeah. obviously Facebook is Facebook that. is getting hit all the time with how they've like what they pick and choose to allow because it's a private company, but it's a private company that almost every single person uses, and they can put out information that supports one side or condemns another side and influence an election. A private company that can set how people vote and change people's opinions. That's pretty scary. Mm -hmm. But capitalism, hey man, that's his company to do what he wants with it. What I love too, I would respect, I would respect Trump and his uh, retard army even more, (laughs) or or, or at all rather, if they at least showed some sort of, uh, if they nutted up and at least, backed up what they what they say if they stood behind what they say but but per usual idiot trump incites all this violence riled up his crowd and then i don't know if you saw that the thing he had to to read on thursday it looked like uh he had to go in front of the class and read a uh, an apology that his mom forced him to write but then he backpedals and said oh i i condone this and blah 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 or i don't condone it like Throwing his constituency under the bus now. Now all those idiots are pissed, which that makes me giggle. That mm-hmm. the idiot that they were doing all this for now is not bagging. But like, f- fucking stand behind your shit, idiot. Even if I disagree with it, I respect the fact that okay, you believe that and you're standing behind it. But the fact that he immediately backpedals, the fact that nobody takes responsibility for anything, the fact there's zero accountability across the board for that whole culture, like ugh. Well, so now we get. Uh... These people that are uh, defect from the Republican Party and go even further right. So now you're going to have a far right political party. Uh, Probably far left. Democratic socialists, maybe. Mm -hmm. Which is, okay, this is what you want is like more options when you go to vote. But then it's more people pissed off that their candidate didn't get in. No, it's say even if if it's equal, twenty five percent for each of these four parties we have. Now you have a ruling party that only has twenty five percent support from the public. I'm just dividing it easily by four. Mm-hmm. I don't know how a f- far right party would fare. I don't think they'd get twenty five percent of a vote, but. <laughs> Yeah, I got no answers. I just saw it, and I was like, this is just, I, I don't, there's going to be domestic terrorism now. That's yeah. what we're going to have. Like, these people, they, they're terrorists. And again, like, when uh, somebody pointed out, like, one person's terrorist is another person's freedom fighter. They don't think they're terrorists. There are people out there that truly believe that these are great Americans that hate the direction this country's going, and they're trying to take it back. Back to what? I don't know. Yeah. Like, what, what What thing are they trying to go back to? Like, what was... Well, and again, someone what tell me want? their grievance. They don't know what... The, but that's the well, thing. They don't know what they want. They just don't want... Black Lives Matter equality. comes in like... Black Lives Matter comes in like, we want to defund the police. We want to shift some of that money towards social programs and, and social services that can accompany police officers because somebody that's addicted to drugs doesn't need an armed officer pointing a gun at them maybe all the time. They had stuff in mind. 
I haven't heard anything. Now, granted, I'm not reading the manifestos, but I haven't heard anything about like what they want. You know, like what's the message? Yeah. Also, one lady got trampled to death holding a don't tread on me flag. And that is a chef's kiss bowl of irony. <laughs> oh, boy. And the other guy, I, I I think I read something recently that this got debunked, but apparently there was one of the guys that uh, brought a taser, and while he's climbing a wall, he accidentally tased himself in the nuts and had a heart attack and died. I don't know if that's true or not. but I don't think the nuts part yeah. is true, but I think he did have, I think he tased himself and had a heart attack. Yeah, they're not, I mean, they're not just, good. They're not good at it. I remember... When I was a kid, or even recently, occasionally you'd see a international news clip. You'd see, you know, the the Korean parliament broke out into a fist fight, and senators are punching each other and throwing chairs, or, you know, name any of the multiple civil unrest cases throughout the last few decades. Oh, look at the Iranians throwing rocks. That all just seemed like shit that happened in other parts of the world. And now here it is. Oh, we're the greatest country in the world. We're a superpower. We're civil. We have laws and we have uh, policies and we're all civilized. I Man. want I want to know where... It's like the, some third world shit. Where did the breakdown happen? When, you know, the Portland protests, they had federal troops scooping people up into vans. They, you know, unmarked federal troops scooping people up. This is Washington, D.C. Capital exactly. of the United States. Expecting protest, knowing that a protest is going to happen, knowing the people who are protesting are big 2A folks, they're going to probably have guns and weapons. And, it, like, you know, like that's, they knew that. And yet they were this unprepared for something. If, if, uh-huh. if, if this happened at a U.S. embassy in some country, an armed insurrectionist stormed the U.S. embassy, open season, I would think. Yeah. Now, how is that well, not? Go, how is that security not in play? And I know that's coming out of like they were denied backup from the National Guard or this or that, but like ahead of time, how did you not know ahead of time of that we're going to need more, well, uh, more security for this event? Of course they knew that. What's that tell you? I mean, there's a conspiracy right there. There's already stories coming out like, oh, the Pentagon told the National Guard to stand down or, you know. Yeah, is this or is this just incompetence or is there a conspiracy behind this? Go back and look at the pictures or the videos of, uh, there's, there's one great picture of one of the BLM protests in D.C. And the uh, right there, the same building, Capitol Steps, hundreds upon hundreds of National Guard and whoever else mm-hmm. over a peaceful Black Lives Matter protest. But some, I mean, it is unfathomable that our nation's capital was breached so easily. So is that incompetence yeah. or is that, some, is that an inside job? Someone assisting opening the doors and also telling National Guard troops to stand down? Oh, no, we got it under control. No need. I mean, that just seems like something. If that happened in a movie, you'd roll your eyes and go, "That never happened." Not, not in the nation's capital, well, on the most 
important symbolic building in our country. Ah, that never happened. A bunch of idiots with don't tread on me flags and, and riot shields breaking windows and climbing to the Capitol. <laughs> that never happened. I like the one. What was it? There was a power outage at the Vatican, and right away people were like, Pope got arrested on child sex trafficking charges. They're just like, now the power just went out for a couple hours. Like, they're, they're so ready to believe the most implausible scenarios. But it's like, I'm, I, I just started another podcast called Down Exploring Rabbit Holes or Down the Rabbit Holes. It's similar to the New York Times one that I was talking about, mm-hmm. about how somebody, like, they talked to this person who got radicalized watching YouTube videos and then eventually got out of it. This one is a different guy, different host. But he just interviews like ex conspiracy theorists and like how they kind of got out of that life, out of like shaking out of thinking these crazy things. Um, because I, I, I listen, both of us, we love to distrust the government. Don't think we're ever getting the whole story. Mm-hmm. But never to this like it's entertaining. But I'm gonna believe scientists when it comes to vaccines. Mm-hmm. You know. I think the whole handling of this pandemic is for shit. The way it was handled. Do I think it's fake? No. Do I think if there was a plan at the beginning of like, hey, here's how we can curb it. Look at, let's look at other countries. Like even my buddy who's smart. Well, did you know that hospitals were getting $40,000 per ventilator? that they requested for all this. I'm like, I just didn't think at the time because I want to ask them like, I'm like globally. Was it globally? Every hospital on earth got $40,000. Cause if that's the case, then yeah. Wow. What a conspiracy. But if it's just here, then why did other countries have this to the extent that they did? And then why did it go away? Not go away, but lessen. Oh, because they didn't politicize it. They're like, no, I think this is a real thing. Let's handle it. And they try to control it. And here it's, no, it's a fucking political rights issue about masks. It's, it's, there's, social media has made everybody skeptical, which can be helpful, but also distrusting of anything, like any authority, science, government, what have you. Because you think somebody with a cool, Matrix-like graphics package and soundtrack on a YouTube video is the guy who really has the truth. Nah, man, fucking Q. This is how we're getting the top secret word out, is this guy on this dirtbag porno web sharing, <laughs> file sharing site. That's, that's where the truth is. All right, man. I think we jumped the shark <laughs> for America. It's and, unbelievable. Uh, and, uh, yeah, man, what about them Costa Rica plans, buddy? I just can't get over the fact that based off of what? You guys did this based off of what fucking evidence? Because your fucking idiot leader lost a legitimate election? Like, like you said, yeah, I don't, I, I don't tr- love my country, fear my government. I don't trust my government. There's plenty of things for you to get your panties in a wad over. You know, oh, we're, we we don't pay the tax rates too high. Billionaires aren't paying taxes, and I can barely I pay taxes, and I can barely feed my children. Fuck it, we're gonna riot. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe I'll listen to that argument. You know, numerous arguments you can make. Zero fucking evidence. The only fucking evidence that we've heard about a fucking uh, fraud in election 
It's coming from the Republican side. Here's the thing, and I mention this all the time about, you know, oh, you bitching about Trump. You know, you start to bitch about one thing, and then they get swept under the rug because the next day does something more stupid. Mm-hmm. The thing that happened a week and a half ago, the call he made to the Georgia Secretary of State. We, we have an hour-long clip of audio of him coercing and, and, and intimidating and pressuring the Secretary of State to just find 11,000 votes. Swept under the rug. But I'm just, you guys fucking did this based off of fucking what? Uh, What evidence? No, you're just entitled little fucking coward pricks who, your guy didn't win the election, so I'm going to put on my mossy oak and go down to the Capitol. Bunch of machismo fucking idiot. Ugh. Do you use um? Oh do you use fresh broccoli or frozen broccoli for the? I, I use I use fresh. Okay. You can use you can use frozen, but I like fresh. You really got to squeeze the water out of it though, right? Otherwise, it gets mm-hmm. soupy. Yeah, I don't like the frozen because it gets soggy. Ah, gotcha. <sighs> <clears throat> trying to trying to help you out, Dave. I was mad too, but I, I wasn't surprised by any of it. I was I was surprised. I'm like, I thought we had snipers for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Just the the irony of everything, like the woman with a don't tread on me flag getting trampled, people who were uh, yelling, build the wall four years ago, now easily scaling a wall, showing how important that wall would have been (laughs) in in defense of it, now climbing a wall. Like uh, the deaths, uh, you know, I'm sure there's loved ones of the idiots that died and condolences to them. Uh, but outside of that, like, and then everybody like, look, we're taking pictures, social media. We did it. Yeah. You got arrested. Now there, I think the yeah. people that got arrested, I don't know what the charges are and how long, uh, they can hold them for. And there's going to be plenty, plenty of fundraisers for the legal costs of all these fucking idiots. So, oh yeah. People, uh, they're, they're, um, un, uh, uh, they're not like... Dumb people are easily manipulated. Yeah. And the example last Wednesday was proof. And you can't, hey, let's not fully blame somebody for being dumb. There's ignorance, there's choosing to be dumb, then there's dumb because you're dumb. Imagine if those weren't uh, the don't tread on me crowd. Imagine if those weren't. How many people do you think were there? 50,000? 100,000? I don't know. What, what if there's 100,000 Black Panthers storming the Capitol? How many, how many dead bodies would there be? Imagine 100,000 Black Panthers pissed off, breaking windows, trying to get in the Capitol. You think it'd be a different story? Well, it's been the juxtaposition after this whole thing of how <clears throat> those protests were treated. But uh, I just, you got, like I said... Dumb people that don't know how to check for uh, verification and uh, for source material when they're hearing these things and easily riled up and then thrown in, like, especially the QAnon stuff, when you throw in the the cabal, the pedophile thing, because, God, who doesn't mm-hmm. want to save the children, which I mean, the argument's been there of, like, then go protest the fucking church. You've mm-hmm. been protesting the Catholic church in your town the last 10 years? You haven't? Then why is this all of a sudden... Just to throw in a little more seasoning into your bullshit stew uh, of a reason to get riled up about it. But 
I don't know, man. I don't have any clear answers. I think it's. I think I'm, I'm more fearful for the future and what. Uh, there's terror. There, there is terrorists now, and people. Yeah. There's a dumb of people that think they are freedom fighters, and they're doing. They think that dying for this cause is uh, worth it. Please so. do. Be my mm-hmm. guest. Die for the cause. Thin the fucking herd. Fucking idiots. Oh my god! Unbelievable. Uh, Still waiting on that evidence, by the way. And, and by the way, I'm a sheep. I'm a sheep because I want poor people to have health care and I want black people to be treated the same. I'm a sheep. I mean, that was... <laughs> talk about sheep. Just a bunch of mouth-breathing fucking morons just shuffling their way to the Capitol. I'm always surprised. Come on, everybody. Somebody, I'm always surprised when somebody listens to this podcast that objects to like the standpoint that we have on these things. Like the guy that hit me up, like pick a lane. Black Lives Matters. We were uh, ruining their cities, and these were Antifa protesters in the Capitol. I'm like, I that I'm like, why? How are you into anything I talk about? Yeah. How did you find me? Like, <laughs> see you later, man. What do you think? Okay, man. To quote our buddy uh, James Fritz, he tweeted the other day, "Black, he nailed it. This is perfect. Black people walking to the store just want to be treated the same as a white man dressed like a wolf with an AR-15 breaking into the Capitol. Yeah. That's all they want. Just treat me like those guys, and we'll be fine. I mean, it is insane if you really think about the comparison, the... the juxtaposition of oh my god yeah i can't what a bunch of idiots and just to clarify and just just so there's no confusion and we've said this before if you you know speaking of what you just said people Mm -hmm. if if you are uh if, if you if you're part of that crowd please find another podcast and please fuck all the way off we i don't want trump supporters listening to this if after all this, and I've said it before, if you voted for him four years ago because you thought Hillary was Hillary's policies were going to shut your farm down, okay, I get that. You know, four years later, and especially what happened last week, if you're still pro-Trump, fuck all the way off. Yeah, don't, we'll be okay without you. You don't have to we'll reach out and let me know. Yeah, fuck all the way off. <laughs> or to quote you, suck my whole dick. Yeah, suck suck the whole thing. Yeah, you don't have to reach out and be like. Man, you guys, you just, you just go. You can just go. Mm-hmm. I don't need. I don't need. A, I don't need a formal resignation from you. <laughs> you can just go. I don't know, man. Some good food showing up on that Reddit page, though. Everybody, hmm. Some good eats up on that Reddit page. Oh yeah. They did point us to. Uh, well, that's where I found out about the UFO disclosure thing. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's it's just a lot of a lot of good food. People, people doing it. Yeah, do you? Why see? Oh, this is Jimmy Dore. Uh, you know Jimmy Dore. You ever work with Jimmy Dore? I have. Yeah, years ago. He's like a huge. And I can't tell what's going on with him right now. Is he? He's getting a lot of backlash. I I, I can't tell what's what is he? Uh, where's he, his Where's his stance? He's. I don't know where he is. He seems to. I don't know enough about it. From the little bit I've checked in on it, I don't know if, like, he's just totally contrarian about stuff or if he's mm-hmm. thinks the progressives aren't progressive enough. 
So uh, yeah, I don't know what it's. This this is this is where I get like the idea. Like they were talking about um, uh, censorship and like banning Trump, and it's kind of this. Somebody made a good point here on Jimmy Dore's Twitter account, Matt Orfalia. Basically urging, more or less, like it, uh, urging politicians to fulfill their own promises and being concerned about censorship is not defending fascism. Apparently somebody said it's defending fascism if you don't think Twitter should ban Trump or these people. This guy says, on the contrary, under fascism, politicians are not allowed to be criticized. Under fascism, censorship is celebrated and unquestioned. Uh, a bit, I agree with that a bit, but I also think that no tolerance for intolerance is my bedrock, I think. Free speech, but when it's like, no, this other group, we should be violent towards them, no, you got to go. That You can censor that. Yeah. His words got people killed. Mm-hmm. Our leader's fucking rhetoric got people killed. But that's where the how do words get somebody killed. <clears throat> Charles Manson died in prison. He never even laid eyes on Sharon Tate. His words got her killed. Yeah, but this is the party of personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Law and order. Law and order and personal Law responsibility. And if you killed somebody, yeah. you killed somebody. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. what was said. That's, I mean, that, that's, you know, personal responsibility. I, I don't know, man. I'm, uh, uh, I'm just as confused as everybody else. So I'm not, I can't get real loud about it. I do feel it's just, uh, <clears throat> I'm a little pissed that if he doesn't get impeached and then he just leaves, that we pay for his pension and his so uh, his secret service. Like these, the, the well, fact that we pay for their health care, but our taxes don't pay for our own health care, I think is pretty silly. Yeah. Well, um, and again, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but there's a chance all that may take care of itself. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is the could the reason that he's fight, he was fighting so hard to overturn this election is because he knows that once he's back into the private sector, his stupid fucking ass is going to go to prison for any number of charges? The ones that have been on hold for the last four years and the ones that have come up recently? Like, what are the odds that that fucking idiot goes to prison? What are the odds he's in prison a year and a half from now? He's, I don't. Rich people don't go to prison. It's a lot of... <laughs> I mean, that motherfucker's got a lot of shit to answer to. He's going to live... That's the re- thing. It's not gonna, just one thing. He's going to live like a fucking king in a country with without an extradition clause is what he's going to do. Mm. What a fucking joke. Thank God it's coming to an end. But yeah, what's, what's the next four years going to be like in terms of... Uh, all his constituency. What 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 is around the corner? What's going to happen on the twentieth? What's going to happen whenever? Like he'll go and oh. become a talking head. Media. He'll you know run his own media empire. 
I don't know. I think, though, if he gets impeached, he can't run for office again. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you do? He's like sharp cheddar, or what do you what do you put in a sharp cheddar? Okay. Yeah. Great, great it yourself. Don't don't get that pre-shredded shit. Why? What's wrong? Get with your big old blocking. Uh, they put they put uh, preservatives and shit in there that just uh, doesn't taste as good. It doesn't okay. melt as well. I get it. I feel you. Let me say this real quick. My whole fucking childhood, growing up in the South, from the from as early as I can fucking remember, from people close to me, from people in my family, from my friend circle, all I heard was, what are these black people complaining about? That was 150 years ago. What are these black people complaining about? That's all I fucking heard. What are they complaining about? What the fuck are y'all complaining about? These fucking idiots. These fucking Trump idiots. What what rights of yours are being trampled upon? What are you complaining about? But seriously, that's all I heard was what are they complaining about? Yeah, yeah, I get it. That's 150 years ago. Ah, George Floyd wasn't 150 years ago. Eric Garner wasn't 150 years ago. Every fucking day, there's something for them to legitimately complain about. But these idiots gonna fucking commit domestic terrorism because the biggest fucking embarrassment in the Amer- in the history of America lost an election. Shut the fuck up. Shut mean. the fuck up forever. Do what you. All right, that's fine. Well, do what you get, did. They get to feel at, part of something other than their dull. At the very lives. least, shut up about other folks. I feel like they're they're really doing a thing with their life. I don't know. What do you do, like a breadcrumb on difference. top of it? You do like breadcrumb or like a... Yeah, Italian breadcrumb. Crispy onion straws? Yeah, you could do those. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe some cornflakes. Yeah, cornflakes, there you go. Here's what we need for my broccoli casserole. Get, get you... Here, I've already been... I've been putting it out there. I've been trying to get us to this point. I know. Get, get, you some, get you some fresh broccoli. Yeah. You want, you want to get you some fresh broccoli. You want to get you some... Yeah, about... A, Sharp cheddar cheese. Shred, get the block. Yeah. Shred it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get you some Italian breadcrumbs. I didn't know there was different uh-huh. kinds of breadcrumbs. I thought crumbs were crumbs. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they also got to no. carry. I didn't know they got to inherit the title of the bread they came from. <laughs> oh my god! What you're gonna do is gonna you're gonna drain that broccoli out real good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm get you got to give them the the amounts. I don't know. I was just guessing. I was trying to bring it all together. That's I was right. trying to I, I was trying to lighten it. the mood. I appreciate it. All right, here's what you do. Get you uh, about a pound and a half fresh broccoli. About a pound and a half. All right, cut that up however you like it. I like to I cut it up real fine. I like to there's an art to cutting broccoli. You know, you don't want just just go nuts with it. You want to want to kind of de stem it, you know. Pull the little florets from the big florets. Anyway, however you like it. Pound and a half fresh broccoli. Cut it up to your liking. Dice up a small yellow onion. Dice up about four or five hearty cloves of garlic. All right. You'll need two cups of cooked rice. You'll need one 10-ounce can of cream of chicken soup. Cream of chicken soup. There's the glue hole. You'll need about three-fourths of a cup of sour cream. 
Gonna need about two or three tablespoons of nice uh, mayonnaise. Gonna need uh, about two and a half, three cups of uh, shredded sharp cheddar cheese. About a quarter cup of milk. And then uh, salt and pepper to taste. A little, Maybe a little onion powder, maybe a little garlic powder. I like to use uh, that Creole seasoning. I do that. A little smoked paprika, maybe. Season it how you, however you feel like you, you should, you know? Just have fun with it. All right, here's what you do. There's a sadness, a stock pot. There's a sadness to you while you tell this recipe, I'm fucking tape. disgusted. I'm, I'm disgusted. <laughs> I'm just. I got a chop. I'm disgusted that I'm a bearded white man from the yeah, south. Yeah, I was like, I man, I got to change, change my look. <laughs> Thinking God the same thing. It. I look like one of those <laughs> fucking idiots. Oh man! All right. Preheat your oven to three fifty. While that's going, get your stock pot, something like that. Nice, nice hearty pot. Throw in a little olive oil. Saute those uh, that, those diced onions up. Saute that up real good. About four or five minutes. Throw in that garlic. Saute it for about 30 seconds. You don't want to burn it. Don't burn the garlic. Easy Get that do, going. Yeah. Then throw in that broccoli. Get that broccoli sauteed about five minutes. You're just trying to soften it up. Just soften up that broccoli. Then pull it off the heat. Let it cool for a few minutes. About maybe 10, 15 minutes. Just let it cool down just a little bit. Then when it's cooled a little bit, throw in that sour cream. Uh, you can throw in that cream of chicken soup. Throw in that mayonnaise, throw in all those spices, throw in about half that cheese, mix all that shit up. You can throw in, uh, oh yeah, some Italian breadcrumbs, uh, you know, three or four tablespoons, just whatever. Uh, do half of them into the mixture. Same thing with the cheese. The, the breadcrumbs and the cheese do about half of it into the mixture. Mix all that shit up, put it in a greased uh, 13 by 9 casserole dish. Then... Get, a, get that all smoothed out, patted down. Then your remaining cheese and your remaining breadcrumbs, put that on top. Bake that shit for about 20, 25 minutes till everything's melted and gooey. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. An angry oh, boy this week. It's a good time. It's a good time. Ugh. An angry oh, boy. Ugh. All right. Fuck it. Fucking idiots. Let's let you let's get out of here. Let's let's let you relax, buddy. <laughs> I'm on cameo now. Oh yeah? Hey, there you go. If you got any uh got any friends or family that you want me to tell to fuck off <laughs> I'm on twenty four ninety nine. It's the best twenty four ninety nine you'll ever spend. I'll tell your stupid uncle to suck my whole dick. I love because you could lead them in because you look like one of them too, so you can yeah. really get them excited. Oh man, yeah, I'm just gonna have to really change things up. Well, I'm okay around here, you know. If I if I still lived in Georgia, I'd definitely have to dye my hair pink or do yeah. something to let people know I'm not one of you idiots. <laughs> All right. Well, let's I'm let's okay. let's get you let's get you calm down. I feel like some of this anger is still left over from you. Burning those ribs. That's Fa- part of it. Fascism. That's true. Maybe it's fascism, mis- yes. misdirected. <laughs> but I think some of it comes I'm from okay. ruining the ribs. I think there's a little bit in there that you're kind of, you, you don't know where to, you know, where to put that. Anger. No. No, I'm okay. But I know how to calm myself down and to, to counterbalance some of this uh, rage and anger. I want to say thank you. 
to the good folks out there. Thank you to anybody who's out there trying to fight the good fight. Thanks to Keep all you your chin up. Folks. Yes. All right. Well, I got to go. I got to pick out my my brackets for this bachelor fantasy league we're doing here. So I'm going to get who uh who you got on tonight's game? Uh who's going to who's going to win the college football championship tonight? No, no, we watch Bachelor on Mondays. I got I got oh, the bracket oh. I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Just strategy, you know. We watch the first episode. Some of the gals they give them the music that really says they're going to make it to the final rounds, and then there's a couple wild uh-huh. cards that are just total pieces of shit. But you know they're going to keep them in. Their producers are going to keep them in uh, mm-hmm. for race. So you got to be strategic. You can't just bet on who you like. You got to think about who the Bachelor might pick and who producers are mm-hmm. keeping in to keep things spicy. So there's a strategy. Okay. Anyway, who's who's playing tonight? Alabama versus Ohio State. I got no dog in the fight. If I I don't, I don't really care for either one of the teams. I'm a Georgia Bulldog guy, so I'm bitter. I, I'm also bitter about that that my dogs aren't playing in the title game. But it's going to be a great game. Okay, we're so unpacking I'm, a lot of stuff here, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, I'll text you updates on the game. I'll you let me know, and I'll let you know what's going on with the Bachelor. I got to get these things uh-huh. in before it airs on the East Coast. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. I'll be in a better mood. Nah, you're just you're angry at the right things, man, and a lot of people are. So, seriously, I'm on cameo. I'll be glad to tell your Trump <laughs> relatives to fuck off. What do I care? That's a great reason to be on cameo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. All righty. The Boogie Monster. Network.